Welcome to Weekly Insights at Winthrop Capital Management, where we discuss recent developments currently shaping the markets and industries in the global economy. Here's your host, Chief Investment Officer, Greg Hahn. Good, good morning, everybody. I'm Greg Hahn, President and Chief Investment Officer for Winthrop Capital Management here in Carmel, Indiana. And with me in the studio is Amy Anderson, Production Coordinator. Good morning, Amy. And Adam Coons, back from Disney World. Disney World. Welcome back. <laughs> good to be back. Yeah, we want to hear a, an update on, was it was it crowded? Oh, it was extremely crowded, So yes. did you use the, the Fast Pass? Did you use that? It was a good system. Uh, you can only book a ride every two hours, but it you got right through when you did. So, oh, that so made it really to, nice. You have to book him ahead of time. Yeah, you did. So my kids grew up li- listening to the sing along songs on VHS. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so when we went to Disney, they were really excited um, to go to Disney. They probably had, were less than what four and five years old, but. <laughs> Ellie only wanted to do the teacup ride. So she did the teacup ride, then she was done. Then all we did was ride the monorail. All these other, <laughs> I'm not kidding. All these other rides, nope, we're going to ride the monorail. That was the ride. So, um, but that's to, to this day, I think that's that's the mothership. That's the homeland for yeah. my kids. They love it. So, um, so big week last week. Uh, it's kind of was, um, I think, the pinnacle was the Fed move. So we got 75 basis points of uh, short-term rate increase. Not surprising. Um, and the Fed is talking a, a, a strong book in terms of future increases. Um, but uh, we're at an inception point. Yep. So, right, we've got um, the market starting to look past the rate increases. And the, the uh, we saw a strong rally in, in uh, the 10-year Treasury. Yep, Treasury yields. Spreads are firming up. Um, so it, it, uh, we're seeing some order to the markets. Um, at the same time, the econ- so the economy is slowing. I mean, we've seen enough indication that the economy is slowing, but the jobs market is just really strong. So the question is, can you really have a recession when the labor market is, is this strong? And um, we've got more job postings than there are workers. We're seeing um, just a lot of transition. So it's going to be an interesting next year. Um, and then there's some global influences also. But before we talk about those, let's talk about some stocks. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of hit nail on the head there. Uh, S&P was up four and a quarter last week, and that was really driven by uh, some some better than expected earnings. Uh, tech heavy week. Uh, you got Microsoft. Uh, Azure was up 40 percent. So their cloud business continues to be really strong. Um, there was a small hit uh, due to China's COVID shutdowns, but overall, uh, guidance was better than expected. The stock was up seven percent uh, on their on their beat. Um, and then Alphabet or, or Google, uh, same story. Uh, revenue was up thirteen percent. Actually, a miss on the EPS with some higher costs, but because their their uh, forward guidance was better than expected, the stock was also up uh, about seven percent. And uh, th- this is one of my uh, personal top picks trading at 19 times earnings is just uh, yeah. a very cheap stock for a company that's growing at you know double digits yep. quarter after quarter um, and then Facebook kind of the the alternative continues to struggle I think they're I, I like to use the the term they're in an identity crisis with this um, trying to shift the business model 
away from social media per se and into this this metaverse that is just going to be really expensive. And that that continues to be the theme is that they mm-hmm. uh, are the, the costs continue to go up, the revenue is declining. Um, you're seeing active users across Facebook and Instagram continue yeah. to decline. So it's just it's a, it's a really tough story. And it, um, Apple and Alphabet are going to have their device, their 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 headgear devices that are going to compete yep. with Facebook that come out here pretty soon. And that, and I think that's Facebook's issue is they keep running into these, you know, competitive issues and they don't have the advantage that they had, you know, you know when Facebook first came out. So um, I it, we got out of the stock, and I, I think yeah. that was a smart move. Yeah, and I think with those with those social media companies with the membership, you you got to have some kind of a media solution, so. right? Um, Google has YouTube, um, Apple has Apple TV, Amazon yep. has Amazon Prime. I think I think Facebook is struggling because it really doesn't have that kind of a media type solution. Yeah. So, and then speaking of Amazon, also repeat, uh, reported uh, revenue was better than expected at 121 billion, uh, but they did actually miss on earnings. Um, and that was with uh, AWS. Uh, it grew 33%, but costs are going up there uh, to keep talent. So uh, that was part of the, the earnings miss. But despite that, uh, shares were up 10%. And that's the same story. It's the, the forward guidance continues to be stronger out of these tech companies. Uh, so Amazon is down uh, only 19% uh, this year after being down you know, 30% mm-hmm. at one point. So and it, it runs counter to what we're seeing with Walmart and Target where you've got excess inventories. Yeah. And um, the, the whole story of trying to, you, you, during the during COVID, you couldn't keep enough bicycles and, and um, you know, things that people staying at home wanted to, right. to do, right? Porch furniture. And so um, now, now uh, Walmart and Target have this huge inventory that they, they've got a discount to get, to get rid of, but Amazon right. didn't have that. No. Nope. And then last up, uh, Qualcomm, uh, pretty inline quarter. Uh, the thing I was looking at is automotive was up uh, 38%. And that's just uh, outside of the whole 5G thing. Uh, automotive is, is one of our, our plays with Qualcomm. So, so that was uh, good to see that. Overall handset was up 58%. Um, so a good quarter, like I said, it was, it was pretty much right in line. Uh, the, the stock didn't really do much on uh, the earnings. It was down about 3%. Uh, it has outperformed some of the other tech names. It's down 16% year to date. But at trading at only 12 times earnings, it is the cheapest of the, of the chips. And then last week, <clears throat> the uh, House passed. I don't. I didn't see if Biden signed the bill. Oh yeah. For the chips um, s- support for semiconductors to be moved back uh, on on shore. What impact is that going to have on the Intel's, the Nvidia's, and yeah? So uh, Nvidia and Intel are probably the the. The, the biggest winners of that, Qualcomm trying to, to work through that because the, the deal is that you get the subsidy if you produce uh, in the U.S. The issue Qualcomm has is that they're a licensing company, meaning that they don't actually produce a lot of what they do, but they sell it to someone that produces it in China. So whether they're going to be able to get around it is still a no, but Intel and NVIDIA absolutely benefited. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out the next 10 years. If yeah. It becomes the subsidy like in the energy space that supported domestic oil yep. after the Absolutely. the oil embargo in the 70s. Boeing's, um, <clears throat> uh, but we are not in Boeing uh, any longer, but Boeing uh, came out with earnings last week also, and they still struggle uh, with the Dreamliner and just just the, the, the delays that they yeah. uh, struggled with. So um, that is... 
stock was down on that, but that's not anything that is um, we're going to get involved with. Anything else on your stock list? I, I would just say just just kind of to give a report card on earnings as a whole. I think we started pretty slow with bank earnings and Bank of America put us on the wrong foot. But since then, uh, it seems that, that earnings have uh, been fairly strong. I, I do want to remind the context that we had set the bar pretty low with forward guidance over the last two quarters, but we, we are beating expectations. Yeah. So um, let's talk about <clears throat> some of the uh, global issues that are going on also. So this is this is more than just a domestic issue that we're dealing with. It's, it's, it's not just labor here in the United States or economic growth here in the United States, but the factors that are happening globally that are impacting um, the U.S. I think are, are pretty strong. And I think it's led right now by Europe. And the, the telltale sign is the the um, the exchange rate between the U.S. dollar and the euro is like close to parity. Yeah, right? it hit parity. It's, it's backed off a little bit, but yeah, pretty close. And so Europe's economy is slowing dramatically. They have made some tough choices with respect to their energy policy and not buying Russia gas, which is going to impact the, um, the the manufacturing sector huge, especially in Germany uh, and, and in part France. Um, and the question is whether they can really, um, they've got the long-term um, wherewithal to, to, to last, especially through the winter, right. in the face of the uh, the war with Ukraine. So at the same time, you've got this war going on. Uh, food prices are, are um, rising. Energy prices are going through the roof. The, their economy is... Um, is slowing, and so it's it's and they still have dislocated trade policy with China as well. Right. Um, so that's kind of there's a lot of uncertainty around um, what that looks like, but the near term prospects for Europe are not good, and China's slowing. Yeah, yeah. So China's approach to their COVID has been one of a severe lockdown. Yes. And so um, with combine that with some of the the marginal movement back. Uh, away from China in the manufacturing space. So we're, we're going to see some slowing numbers. So the IMF came out with their report last week and uh, they revised global growth uh, lower. And I think, I think the downside is actually worse than what they're saying. I think we're going to see some real, some real slowing globally. Yep. Um, just and because rising rates have a, have a way of shutting consumption down. We're seeing consumer kind of start to slow. So it's going to be an interesting second half of the year. Bodes well for near term for interest rates yes, coming down. So. Yeah, um, and really questions how much it, the the, um, the the Fed needs to raise rates if if we don't, um, you know, if if, if inflation's the, the inflation's numbers start to to tail off. So yeah, second half of the year. That's our expectation right now. Anything else on your plate, Adam? Nothing here. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you through the week. All investments are subject to risk, including the possible loss of the money you invest. The information presented in this podcast is intended for educational purposes only and does not take into consideration your personal circumstances or other factors that may be important in making investment decisions. You may access and download this podcast only for your personal and non-commercial use. You may not use it in any other manner or for any other purpose without Winthrop's written permission. Copyright 2022, Winthrop Capital Management, LLC, all rights reserved.